podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Anfield Index podcast. I'm Trev Downey, coming to you as ever from a nocturnal idyll in beautiful rural Ireland. And I am joined as usual by Carl Kopak and Cam Branch, while in the background the guru of youthful bad takes Guy Drinkle is readying himself to interject timely contributions whilst twiddling the knobs on his mixing desk. Now before I introduce my own muckers, allow me an indulgence in what will become a theme of the show, I think... Depends, you never know with this show. And in the established Kopakian tradition, I was inspired to think of two quotes this week by a pair of very contrasting events. The first, uh, after feeling a distinct wave of gratitude that Jurgen Klopp is our gaffer, I was reminded of the Greek poet Euripides, honestly, who said, Ten soldiers wisely led will beat a hundred without a head. And I thought it was very nice and made me feel very warm inside because I was communing with the old Greek fella. And then later that night, you know, the match had gone well, and you're sitting there thinking about Greek poetry. And uh, another incident occurred, this time of a domestic nature, this time uh, sort of typical of my current existence, maybe not so much fun. And I was reminded of the words of comedian George Burns when he said, happiness is having a large, loving, caring, close-knit family. In another city. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, I will come to Cam Branch, who's going to introduce himself with uh, his usual quotation to begin the show. Evening, Mr. Downey. How are you, Cam? I'm very good, thanks. And yourself, young man? I'm I'm damn sight better than you, um, which you're exhausting. yeah, I, 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 I am good in, in that I've been reading Euripides, but I'm, I don't, I'm not as tired as you, pal. So fair no play worries. to you from, uh, from, from, you know, for, for, for enduring the show. God bless you. No, my pleasure. And, um, my, uh, two, three sentences for you to start with. It's easy to get negative because you get beat down. You go through a few disappointments and it's easy to stay in that negative frame of mind. Choosing to be positive and having a grateful attitude is a whole cliche, but your attitude is going to determine how you're going to live your life. Mm, first of all, uh, very opposite, uh, I'd have to say. Second of all, who is that? Joe, Joey Button. <laughs> Cigar connoisseur. Uh, it was nobody anybody would know. It wasn't Holloway. It wasn't anybody in particular. It was just something I found online. Um, it was oh, just you a, love it, that. You, yeah, you, you love an anonymous quote, don't you? Yeah, know? I do. I do. I think they're the best ones because um, I think the anonymous ones are probably just normal people like all of us. For you know, just and all of our listeners, just yeah, yeah, you need. Your average Joe for one bit, of a bit of homespun wisdom, bit of homespun yeah, wisdom. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes that's uh, it's it's more genuine. So you're basically telling me I'm a twat for calling Euripides, is what you're saying? Who? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go on then. Go so on. Still with trousers, isn't it? What's your second quote? <laughs> What's your second quote? 
No, 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 that, that's it. The second one's for the end of the show. Ah, lovely. Okay, right, 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 right. So, Mr. Kopak, how are you getting on? Well, um, before I do my quotes, because it leads into what we're going to talk about, um, when you, you quoting that George Burns thing then reminded me of the line in The Simpsons. You know, the one where Homer goes to Capital City because he dresses up as the, as the mascot for the baseball yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, the, the, and, the, and, the, and it all goes wrong for him and he drives back home again. And he said, I love this sentence so much. He said, on the drive back, my family was so happy, was, was so supportive of me. And, I, and as I drove back, I realised just how little that helped. <laughs> it's a fantastic episode. That, that, that really is amazing, yeah. There's another one where at some stage the, uh, the, 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 the real, the, the city sophisticates are saying, that stuff might play in the sticks, but here in the big city, you know. <laughs> <laughs> those, those cold ball antics don't play in capital city. There you go. <laughs> that's fantastic. I've seen that episode a lot. That was my first ever Simpsons videotape. You know, everyone made compilations those days from Sky. Yeah, that was that was my first one. Episode two, that was. Right. right. I, think, I think I know that word from Ooh, street crime. I think I can. I think I know everything. <laughs> Wonderful. Hey look. hey, look, it's Tony Bennett. How are you doing? <laughs> so. You have you have a quotation yourself, then. I do. And um, thing is, I, I chose this quote because I don't think anyone picked up on this whatsoever. And it's such a beautiful thing to say. It's this, and it's from a Liverpool player. Everybody's going to add to the world of this club. Ooh, I love that. I thought that was just a really the second you said it, I thought, oh, that's nice. I like that. That is a nice quote. Who is that from? Well, the question was um, D- Daniel when. Um, uh, Roberto celebrated your goal and you celebrated his. And he went, yeah, of course, because everyone's going to add to the wealth of this club. Oh. You, you add to the wealth. I'm delighted that's from storage, you know. Yeah. Delighted. Yeah. That's yeah and it, it really hit me when he said it. I thought, what a beautiful thing to say. You know what? He, 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 he just strikes me as a really good fella. I have to he say. Yeah. He just strikes me as a really good fella. There's a lot of good fellas in this, in this, uh, in this bunch of ours. Obviously, there's probably a few to add. Who knows? But they seem like a bunch of good fellas. That's yeah. like why not them and that. Just properly decent lads. There's a lot to be said for that. Yeah. Loads. I mean, I, I think I've mentioned this before when I was at, um, the Bournemouth game last season, the home game, when I saw, uh, uh, I was, I was literally standing right behind James Milner and, um, Ben Woodburn when they were like warming up. And I could just tell that James Milner was really, really enjoying talking to Ben Woodburn because he's like, they were laughing together. And I just thought, that's a senior player who's won leagues to the kid who's just started his career. And they were just talking like mates, there's no hierarchy. I remember just being dead touched by that. I was just thinking, that's genuine as well. Yeah. Yeah. You've and actually, that, you mentioned, you mentioned that before. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that, that is the kind of moment that stands out, isn't it? Yeah, there's, there's no sort of you can't talk to me, mate. I'm I'm I'm, I'm vice captain, probably captain, uh, when Henderson's not playing. So you know you can't talk to me. There's a hierarchy here. There's none of that at all. And then Danny Ings ran over and had a chat as well. And they were laughing with him. I thought that was just a genuine nice thing. I tell I you think what, Jurgen I, I, said previously, hasn't he, that the uh, the mentality is very very important. And I think that's one of the things that they look at is how are they going to be within this bunch as well. You you don't want say a prima donna in the team. Yeah. Who only thinks yeah. of himself. Right. Well, so, he hooked, yeah. he hooked Fabino. I think he played what, 45 seconds? <laughs> if that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Take yeah. him a big hook when he ran on. It's well done. I've like right on the half on the halfway line that was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. With, without being overly sentimental about it, like that's kind of what I was getting at earlier on as well. I honestly had a moment of just overwhelming gratitude that that guy's in charge of the club. And like, it's not, it's not to be too fawning. It's just to say, it's just to point out the fact that you know we're pointing out all the good lads at the club. We know that because the culture is very much inculcated by the man at the top. And I don't know. I, I think there's an awful lot to be said. I, I really do. Like it, it's it. Yes, it's a lovely experience to watch good players playing good football, but there's something extra here that, for example, wasn't knocking around at the time when we were playing spectacular football under Brendan that season 13-14. There's an extra level. I know that football is at an extra level as well. But there's something different as well. Just, I don't know, a fondness for all of them. I don't know what it is. but It's a um, lack of tension, I think. It's a lack of tension more than anything else. Cause I, I love when they spoke to Klopp afterwards and they were going through the goals and he said, and then, and then PSG equalised for the first goal. And he just looked and went, sorry, I completely forgot what the goal was, what the goal was like. And he was laughing about it. There was yeah. no sort of seriousness to it. And it's genuine. I'm so, I'm so, you know, wound up by what's just happened. I've completely forgot what their first goal was like. That, that's actually a really good theory. And, and yeah. I'll start. Yeah, I'll really I'll... honest. Just being honest, I've, I've forgotten. Yeah, but I think that comes from a place that I was, I, I was going to start with this. And I might as well, I'll, 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 tr- I'll throw this at you, Cameron. I'll come back to Carl on it. Sure. It's it's it, it's it's basically where I was going to start our fully talk today because I was saying to um, Dave and Harry in the post match show immediately afterwards. The first thing that struck me when that uh, in the immediate aftermath of PSG and that late dramatic win was that look, what we need to do really is we need to start like the way I describe it is like leaning into the idea that this is a properly good team that we support now and and not being afraid of that, not being. Um, worried that like if we you know if we say they're going to be brilliant then they, they'll all collapse around our arses that's not going to happen this, these guys are good and we can trust them and I've been saying it now almost for a season and a half and it, it, there's I suppose what I'm saying is we should revel in the idea of expectation Cam like we used to do I know that that it cuts a, a, a measure of our listeners who, who weren't around when there was that expectation because we won everything but you know, you you know what I'm talking about. We should revel in expectation because it's justified. Oh, I, re- I really want to go there. I really do. And you're not gonna. <laughs> I, I I know we are we are a seriously good football team. You don't get to a Champions League final unless you're a seriously good football team. You don't qualify for Europe or finish in the top four now with five or six really good teams around you, unless you're a seriously good football team. You don't get to another European Cup final unless you're a seriously good football team. We get, we've got to three finals now under Jurgen Klopp. We've qualified for Champions League two seasons running now under Jurgen Klopp. We are attracting some of the best players in the world. They want to come and play for us because of Jurgen Klopp as well. And I've still got this thing because it's been so many years since I felt that we are a seriously good football team and we are a seriously good football team. But I I still can't let myself go to that level and say, yeah, I know we're going to do something this year. Really? Yeah, Yeah. because, you know, because back in the day, but this is this is really back in the day and Carl will know and you'll know. If if you wanted to win the league, you had to finish above Liverpool. That's how it used to be. 
If you, if, if any other team had aspirations of winning the league in the, in the, in the 70, late 70s and the early 80s, Liverpool was second. That's how it was. Mm. I need us to win something first. I need us to win oh, yeah. the league or the Champions League again this season and yeah. say, we are back. We are seriously, seriously back. But then if you look at what we've done the first six games so far this season, we're, we're playing so within ourselves and it's, it's, it's beautiful because we're not playing fantastic football. We're playing controlled football. I think I think I'm going to win you around before the end of this podcast. But to put the same question to you, Carl, I mean, it's not about triumphalism. It's not about saying we're the finished article. It's about relaxing into the fact that, you know, we follow a really, really good team who can actually win every competition that they enter now. It's not a matter of, well, we, if things go for us, this lot could do it. They can do it. It's not it's not it's not um, a, a silly, hopeful giggly hopeful thing it's it's real it's possible uh, am i going too far or or, or do you, would you concur no i don't think you're going too far at all um i wrote a piece today about tottenham about tottenham's post crisis they've lost three in a row and i tried i did all my best not to mention liverpool couldn't do it because liverpool see the benchmark of this of this, of this um, country now that's what you do you've got to get some well and be that entertaining and um, I, I completely understand where I'm um, coming from because I was there in 2001. I was there in 2005. I was there in 2009 when I thought, you know, this is it. There isn't a weak player on the pitch, but there were, and we sort of knew there was. Um, and um, now I'm just, I'm just enjoying the football, and that, that's just a nice thing to be, a situation to be at. I think it's not often I've seen a Liverpool side where I've just thought, whoever comes on here, it's only going to be a good thing. I haven't had that for literally 20 odd years, uh, and, and that's a glorious situation to be in. I'm just, just enjoying Liverpool being Liverpool, and the attitude that those lads have got. I mean, we're going to go into individuals at some point, but how the, how the hell there isn't a statue to James Milner already, I don't know why. Andy Robertson, they should be naming the training ground after him. Um, and I don't like things like that. I'm, 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 I'm against the, those sort of plaudits before they've actually won anything. But my God, the attitude of those lads is amazing. And they were, they were, people were saying, like, you know, there's, there's, there's PSG and there's PSG and they, they weren't that good. And, you know, and Manaman was ripping them to pieces all the time. I think that really underplays just how good Liverpool were. If Liverpool said, OK, you've got Angel Dave Di Maria, who's fantastic. You've got that forward line. You've got um, uh, Thiago Silva, who I thought was their best player. And... We wiped the floor with them. I mean, three two. It looked it looks closer than it was, and obviously it's close because it's a last minute goal. But that's the that's the creme de la creme of Europe, and we showed them how to play football. I I think you've got to get excited, even if we even if we don't win anything. Um, I've, I've had so many false dawns where I just don't care anymore. I'm just fully on board with what's going on in that pitch now. Yeah, that's 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 where I am as well, and and it's ama- it's an amazing thing because I have that exact impulse that Cam that Cam describes, and I've had it for oh two decades every year for two decades can't really release uh, the full optimism valve it's open now it is steamingly open and i can't help it because like you say you look at lads on an individual level and you go well he's as good as we've had for a long time you look at the units uh from defense to midfield to attack and you go 
I can't remember anything as good as that for a long time. And then you look at the overall thing and you look at the manager and all those things work together. And like you say, even if we win nothing, I, I'm going to be happy in the thoughts that we can until it can't happen, if you know what I mean. The, the, something... the big thing for me, Trev, I, I, I was thinking this the other day, is every time I watch Liverpool play now, they're always slightly better than I think they are. And that always yeah. surprised me. I, I was at the Leicester game and I thought that. I thought, we're slightly better at this than I thought we were going to be. When they, you know, when we were under the caution stuff, yeah, we we know what we're doing, yeah, yeah, slightly better than we th- than, than than you're expecting in 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 all departments. And here's the really interesting thing: I would say, with the exception of the defence, and we spoke about this again in the post match show last night. We conceded four goals, and there was an argument that not one of them, bar an obvious howler by one individual, was what you could call a defensive lapse. There's an argument that not one of those goals that we've conceded so far had anything to do with any of our back four being um, in any way inadequate. Um, you know, you had two goals last night that were down to sort of breaks of the ball um, and, and, and mishit crosses and stuff like that. And, and literally world-class finishes. That needs to be said. Absolutely. The first goal... Um, um, That's the right back doing that. Yeah, with his left foot. <laughs> yeah, that's the right back. When it came to the thought, he's just going to cross this. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's it. People, lads don't do that. Right, right backs no. don't do that. So what you do, you have to do you, at a moment like that. And the timing of it was absolutely sickening. It was one of those things where uh, our t- the timing of our goals all season so far has been wonderful. Right at the end of matches, before halftime, early on, we've been really getting the timing of our goals really good, really, really spot on to kill teams off in terms of the morale. That came just when we looked like we were flying and it could have been a real sickener. We just went up the other end and started attacking them again. Yep. There's there's a wonderful, wonderful mentality here. And what I suppose what I'm saying is, yeah, all those units, uh, uh, the the manager, everything as as a group and overall. And yet you could say, and you could pick out four or five guys who have not yet played to their full potential. I'm not saying they're not good, but they have not yet played to their full potential. I mean, Jesus, you have to be hopeful. I think I I, I honestly believe that. Well, Salah, Salah's obviously the, the, the main one, isn't he? And if someone said to me um, at the end of the last season, we're going to get win, win our first six games and Mo Salah's going to be the most out of form out of all of them, yeah, I'll take that, thanks. Because yeah. imagine what it's going to be like when he's on, when he's on fire. Yeah. And he's, not, he's, not, he's not doing anything wrong. He's at fault for the goal, obviously, but he's a forward. That's going to happen. Making a, making a silly pass like that. But, um, yeah, if he's, if he's going to be the most out of form player out of the entire team, that's not bad. Yeah, and you know his house of form isn't that bad. He's still scored twice this season. Well, that's it. And you know what? He's he he is a fall for the goal. He gives away the ball. They break. But you know what? There's a block put in, and Virgil almost gets it away. And again, they're lucky. It breaks a different way, and then there's another brilliant finish. And it's just the you know the most outstanding aspect of the last two games for me was watching. Virgil and Joe and the two fullbacks. I've enjoyed watching those guys so much. I mean, Trenton and Robbo offer us so much more than you would expect. Uh, they're so solid defensively. Um, some of the tackling from Joe Gomez, the interceptions. But you know what was the most outstanding thing last night, Cam? About the whole defensive thing, the whole defensive scenario. Not even their positioning, their interceptions, their heading away, their general mastery of these world-class forwards. What I loved was watching both of those lads. Joe probably even more stepping forward into midfield with the ball at their feet and picking passes. That's glorious, Cam. Joe's done that. Uh, he was doing that on Saturday as well, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, uh, on a couple of occasions, uh, even after he had his uh, little ropey moment when more. Uh, 
and turned him inside out a couple of times and got away. But once you put that tackle in and he started stepping out again, it is, it's, 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 it's Agar-esque, it's Hansen-esque. Uh, when you watch a, a centre back come out like that, it, it, it's brilliant because it takes a little bit of pressure off your midfield as well. Your midfield knows that they don't always have to come looking for the ball. And it, it gives your mid, midfield a, a different option in the way that they want to play the game as well. And it means they can be more proactive in going forwards rather than thinking we've got to go back and start, start the, start the whole uh, attack from a, a deeper position. So yeah. it, it, it is, it, it's, it's so, it's so nice to, and he's, and he's so comfortable. He doesn't look phased by it. And I think playing at right back last season yeah, has probably helped him. It's helped him because being a, being a right back and being a left back, being at your full backs, obviously, you're going to see more of the ball than your centre backs in, in a, an attacking sense. Because you've got to go, obviously you've got to go forward, you've got to overlap and do everything like that. And that will have helped him. And it's part of the learning curve. And you can see all these little things coming through in his game now. And, it, and it's like you say, Trevor, it's, it's, it's a joy to watch. Well, I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to come back to you in a minute about uh, your favourite uh, or one of your most outstanding moments over the last two games and get a, a little bit of a take from me on that. But Car- Carl, I just want to mention one thing we're talking about. Since we're talking about the defence, I did notice a lovely comment from um, uh, Carragher there during the week. Was it yesterday, day before? I'm not really online much, so I didn't. I'm not sure which day it was, but. Uh, he said uh, that Robertson is the best left back we've had since 2001, which is the year that Jamie Carragher <laughs> played left back. Uh, and, I didn't and, yeah, and to be fair to Carragher, he was actually brilliant at left back that year, I thought. It, in, there's an argument that it was his best season bar a couple of seasons at centre half later in his career. I thought he was wonderful that season at left back. So it, it, it was a tongue in cheek shout, but it also had a lovely side swipe at, at one of your favourites, which I thought you'd enjoy at this stage of the evening. <laughs> you know? yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> but could you mean? Yeah. <laughs> who, whoever could I mean? Uh, to, <laughs> to, uh, to come back around to Cam then. Uh, I didn't say to you, I'll, I'll come back to you straight away. So, so we, we like here to focus on, uh, rather than doing, um, uh, in-depth analysis, which there's a, a lot of on other shows, we like to focus on things that stood out for us. So, I've talked to you there, but the outstanding thing for me over the last couple of days is watching the defence and just reveling in, in in the in the movement of the full backs and the the uh, the the ease with which the centre halves uh, emerged with the ball and looked so dominant and and classy and stylish and Cam, I love having a good defence and a good keep, keeper. That's that's my thing. What what for you was one of the standout moments of late? Um, the standout moment for me was. Uh I got it wrong on the post, uh, car pod. Uh, I said it was Trent Alexander Arnold who did this, but it was actually the, the living legend who deserves oh, a statue. You, you've nicked mine. Damn it. This is going to be mine. Go on then. Carry on, Carl. I'll say it's like James Milner's welcome to Anfield and Neymar. Exactly mm-hmm. that. It was glorious. Yeah. It was absolutely glorious. And it left it, it left Neymar there for a good minute yeah. he didn't get up he, he hardly moved he was just like what the fuck did I just walk into <laughs> we don't do oh, step yeah. overs at this club mate yeah. no step overs here well, and, um, 
Uh, well, actually, Marnie did one on Neymar and sent him swimming, didn't he? Yeah. Um, in the second. Oh, round. have you have you seen that? The gif. Have you seen the gif of that? It's glorious. Where yeah. where, where, where basically uh, uh, Neymar ends up in the drink. It's fantastic. It's, it's superb, isn't it? And it's just so poetic. It's it really is. So uh, yeah, I mean, uh, and I thought I thought that tank, you know, just a bit of a good old old school bang. This is this is Anfield, mate. And it's the way the way he doesn't look at him when he walks away. Yeah, who the hell just dropped off? It yeah. reminded me of the time when um, Flanagan did it to uh, Roberto Soldado at Tottenham. Yes. When uh, he, he took him out completely, and he he just runs over to the near post, taps his studs against the post, and looks out for the corner. It doesn't matter the fact that there's a man with limbs all over the place <laughs> behind him. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and Roberto Soldado, because I was right by him when that happened, I could hear the noise it made in his chest when he landed. And uh, Roberto Soldado's just looking over the bench going, can I come off, please? <laughs> I'm done, <laughs> yeah. He's got his arms open to the, to the bench saying, I, I don't want to be here. I want to get off now, thanks. Well, I've got to say, as the resident Instagram wanker here, I have to say, I've just been looking at James Miller's Instagram, and the guy is, he, he just keeps going up a notch every time I, I read something. Back. Well, that was nice. Oh, so good. He's... He says, good crowd for the piggyback race yesterday. And then he's got a few hashtags like don't <laughs> drop him. <laughs> don't drop him. Yeah. And stuff like that. But his latest one, I, I implore you all to go and look at the absolute head on him. He's got a pair of funky eyewear a la Bobby Firmino, uh, except they're in pink. Uh, I, I, just, <laughs> I, I can't, I, I can't even, I can't even just go and look at it. It's, it's remarkable stuff. But, uh, Carl, a, a separate moment then from yourself. I know you, you said you were going to pick out uh, that one, but there must be something else that stood out for you over the last couple of days. It, it was going to be, and we're not going to think too long on it. So I, I was going to mention when Alden playing wide for 10 minutes and look at that. Um, everything to do with Milner. Daniel Storage was fantastic, I thought, but there's only one man, isn't there? And it's, it's the, it's the Roberto Firmino celebration. Yes, uh, I, I thought I thought that was just beautiful. That was really good. I mean, I I, I didn't actually see the game live. I had to tape it because I was working. So I, so I did the likely that scenario. Listen, you know, phone off. Didn't want to know anything about it. Watched it without knowing the score. And um, then I remembered that I was watching it well after midnight, and I've got neighbours sort of screaming the place down. <laughs> 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 um, and that completely dissolved into to, you know massive laughter when I saw his celebration at the end like he's reading the night chart I thought that was fantastic yeah to be that cool to do that in that sort of hotbed he's just basically won the hardest game probably the second hardest game in the Champions League group stage we're going to face and he's just won it in the last minute after just coming on and he just does that I thought that was brilliant I suppose that right there, what you've just described, is the essence of why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. And like just a moment for for the three of us to reflect on that that particular goal, just the significance of it in terms of the timing, the fact that you know it looked as if uh, they spawned their way to a point, and then the fact that we go the far end, and the fact that involved in the making of the goal for some reason in that area is Virgil Van Dijk, Joe Gomez. You know, after James Milner wins the ball back by pressing, the yeah. two lads are involved, and then it breaks. And it comes to what, Bobby. Wasn't it? Wasn't there a corner or something? Wasn't that why Shik- the lads were up? Yeah, there? That's why they were up. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. Shakiri's corner. Yeah. And that's when he was having bottles thrown at him by the PSG yeah. crowd. Yeah. Oh, was yeah. that a thing? I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, but yeah. but I, I suppose my point is for those guys to be involved, and then as you say, um, Carl, the, the, the just the quality of that finish under such pressure. 
and he, he he fully expected it. He fully expects to be involved in moments like that. I love how central he is to our team. I have to say, it was the, the little touch he gave for uh, just just to knock it onto his right foot. He's in yeah. the penalty area in the 93rd minute, or whatever it was, and he's got Thiago Silva staring him down, and he still takes that touch. Yeah, that, that's a hell of a player. And and the, the sheer crushed expressions. And there's a few beautiful stills in the immediate aftermath, and some of the expressions on the on the the PSG lads. I think particularly Rabio and Marquinhos, who had run themselves into the ground because the, their front foot did bugger all. Let's be honest. Yeah. In terms of giving them a dig out and retention of possession, um, and they are just shattered. And you know, I personally I'm delighted for little Tommy Tuchel and his his, his bunch of uh, weirdos. That's such a weird weird little club with their air. I, I can't make them. Out. I can't make so them. So weird, Carl. They're weird. I can't. I can't want them. Air Jordan logos and 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 this it's 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 a cynical cynical thing that club what what at the back of it there's something deeply cynical and i i i you know even even tuchel i can never want to him either and there, it was just I, I was like you i i literally i think i might have uh, damaged my larynx in the in, in, <laughs> in the immediate seconds afterwards it was such a lovely lovely moment Cam, any others stick out for you? I mean, that's a really good one, Carl. Speak that. You yeah. go back as far as Spurs, maybe, or um, anything um, PSG. Um, I did some of the inceptions that Hendo was doing, just nicking the ball away. I thought was uh, impressive, considering before the game when we realised Hendo was playing, and we 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 all sort of knew he's going to be playing the six, and we were worried because obviously a lot of us feel he's not the greatest six anymore. Well, he's never has been the greatest six, but. Um, I thought Hendo's just little nicks here and there, and um, I thought that was that's that stood out for me. Um, I can't remember much of the. I'll be honest with you, I can't remember much of the the Tottenham game. It just seems a blur because obviously I was at the game on Tuesday and uh, I was watching it from the cop. I was in three oh five, so Cole know exactly where I. Oh Christ! Yeah, and so when you, watch- you had a lovely view, of Crocky. Yeah, we had we had a cracking <laughs> we had a cracking it was a cracking view, but. When you're watching a game from the cop, you don't actually really watch the game. It's more emotional. It's more. Yeah, it's, 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 far, it's, it's, it's far more immersive fan yeah. experience. It really is. Yeah. And yeah. So the, the, the game just sort of, you, you can't view it in, in the way you do. As I say, you're watching it from the TV and you get to see more of the tactical side of it. You, you see the, how the players are really sort of moving and where they're going sort of thing. You, you, you just, it's it's a bit of a haze for me, really. So, um, yeah, that's 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 where I am on that. So, um, well, to, to to be honest, Cam, it'll be interesting. Carl's taking this as well. I mean, this is my worst spell ever in terms of I, like I I used to I used to get over regularly and and see a lot of games for a fella in my position, and I've been lucky over the years. I've seen a lot of Liverpool games, but I always go to the cop, and I always I always uh, watch from the cop, and. Sometimes I look over at the crowd, say like now, someone who's sitting at the top of the Kenny now. I think that might be a really nice experience if, if you could go to a game where there wasn't a lot on it uh, and just enjoy it and watch the movements, watch fellas making runs off the ball. Because I'd be a bit like you. I find when I'm standing on the copy, you're, you're so immersive in terms of being a fan and singing and getting into it and uh, enjoying the crack with your mates and, and enjoying the comments around you and watching the moments as they occur. But you're not watching the shape of the match, if you know it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's exactly that. 
Yeah, I mean, Carl, have you? I presume you're mostly a a, a cop viewer as well. Do, do, Not for a while, actually. Now that my tickets at the moment are in the um, uh, it's, it's a really weird part of the ground, which is actually the Anfield Road, but you're more basically on the, in the Kemlin than than it because you're just on the side, really. Right, um, right, right. But um, but that reminds me of what in the eighties when I was doing my levels. Uh, one of my lecturers used to go to the game as well, and I used to say to him all the time, "Why are you going in the cop? The cop? This is like '88. Why are you going in the cop? The cop's fantastic." And he said to me, "I prefer going in the main stand, mate." I said, "Why?" I said, "Because I want to know what's going on in the game." That's a fair point, actually. Yeah. It's, so a, great, it's, a, it's a great shout, you know. It's a great shout. And <laughs> I want to watch the match. And another, another brilliant spot, uh, and it's the only other place I've ever watched Liverpool. In, in Anfield, because um, like I say, all my games are in the cup. The, the only game I, I haven't seen uh, Liverpool on the cup was uh, in the paddock, and I was literally uh, two seats behind uh, Gerard Houllier and the boys um, uh, in Champions League quarter final, uh, and it was bloody glorious. The, the Leverkusen thing back in the day. Yeah. And it was just glorious. You just felt like you were right in it, you know. I I'm felt like nervous. the second you said that, I'm still nervous about that Leverkusen game. Yeah, that like girl's gonna bite us on the arse. I know it. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's my first thought. Then Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's amazing that I, I, those memories stick. But you know, and, and it was just, just such a glorious thing to be there, and it, you feel like you reach out and. Uh, almost almost reach up as far as the top of Emil Heskey's head he was such an absolute beast back in the day god bless him but, my um, first game was in the paddock uh, as well oh yeah yeah it was a it was a league cup game against Arsenal and um, Steve McManaman scored with a header at the Anfield Road end and that's a rarity wow Steve McManaman yeah, yeah okay 93 I think it was 93 I can I can I can don't talk about first games it shows my age yeah, well, uh, we don't. You don't have to commit. You can just tell us who was against. Who was against? Say, mate. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll, I'll just say that Graham Zuna has played. <laughs> <laughs> You're so lucky to have watched Graham Zuna. No, but no, November 1981. Was my first game. Yeah, look, uh, I, I, yeah, I have to go back a bit. Yeah, Jesus I can, Christ, 37 years. I can, I can almost match. I was, I was only a couple of years after that when I got over as well, and uh, yeah, seeing the king. Oh man. Back in the day, what what a what a glorious time that was! But uh, look, I, 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 yeah. to segue slightly, to start dancing slightly away from football, I'm just going to give you one more opportunity. If there's anything else, anyone either of you wanted to say in terms of the way things are at the moment, or maybe even the game at the weekend, if any feelings about Southampton is is this the one uh, cam that's making you all of a sudden suddenly nervous, or is this the, is is this an example of why you can't relax, or you know? Any 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 particular feelings about the about the the next run that we've got? Well, I wasn't nervous till you said nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus man, I can't. Yeah, I, I thought the same thing, but then I remember Mark Hughes is in charge. Hey, yeah, yeah. Oh, is he? Oh, crap. Yeah. yeah, he is, isn't he? Um, and Danny Ings no, can't play. And Danny Ings can't play, so he's not going to get a penalty goal against us. Yep. Um, um, no, I'm not. To be honest, I'm not actually nervous. I'm. Um, I, I do have a lot of faith in, in in how the team is playing right now, but I, you know I believe we're still personally I still think we're in like second gear, yeah. and and there's an awful lot to come from this team yet. And I saw something in one of the chat groups earlier they were they were talking about um, oh possibility of uh, getting Degsy back in to 
help Mo Salah lift his spirits up a bit or something. And I was like, we've won six out of six. Yeah. Why the fuck do we, why do, why do we need to worry about how you know, Mo Salah's you, playing? You know where that's coming from, Cam? That's coming from the absolute dangers who in the immediate aftermath of PSG were looking at a couple of, uh, like two seconds worth of a clip of yeah. Mo firing some shin pads down. Whereas two seconds before that, he'd been standing with his hands up celebrating. Yeah, uh, yeah, but all of a sudden, yeah. like, like, you know, he, he's way, he, he's, yeah. he's disgruntled. It's just, it's, it's silly. That kind silly of nonsense. Chap. Yeah, it's silly. It's, it's silly chap. But yeah. The, the, yeah. the thing is, I would rather the team was playing well and winning. Rather than one player was getting all the plaudits. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Man of the match, Liverpool. Yeah, that's what I thought well, the other day. Man of the match, Man of the match, Liverpool. Yeah. If you if you look at it, look at look at Tuesday's game for example. Who's man of the match? Liverpool. Yeah. Look at look at um, Saturday's game. Who was man of the match? Mm. When you can't pick a man of the match, and the team's playing well and we're winning games. That is glorious. Yeah. I'm going to hurt someone soon because he's annoyed. Yeah, it was. He, he, he's going to score 37 goals in two games. I'm, I'm he's going to score 30. He's backed up. I'll have his back up. I, I, wonder, I wonder, could it possibly be a situation where against Southampton at the weekend, we see maybe uh, Mo stepping out, uh, give Shaq a bit of a, a run, and we see Mo stepping in against his old boys uh, uh, in the League Cup or something like that, and really blitz the bejesus. No, 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 no. I, no. I, 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 win the game first. Yeah. Yeah, you, you see, you say that. You say that. No, no, give me a rest. Give me a rest for both games, if you want. Or mm. have him on the bench for the first nah. game. No, no, no I'm, 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 I'm seriously not fussed about the Carabao Cup next week, Tuesday. Oh God, no, I may not. May not yeah. No, because we've got Chelsea again the following weekend in the league, and that's a million times more important than that Carabao Cup game. Yeah, but you, well, well, we should we should talk about that because basically, but before we speak next, uh, that game, that 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 Carabao Cup game will be over probably. Yeah. The Southampton game will be over as well. And that, if we look at them as a pair, what what I'm seem to be getting from the two of you is that like they're such completely separate entities. You go into Southampton, you get the points on the board, and then yes. you can rest, fellas, if you want. That yes. seems to be the logic yes. that we usually go with here. Yes, but and that's what they'll do. Uh, what I'm wondering about. Oh yeah, it'll probably be just the team is the team. We know we know what the team is. Uh, almost almost certainly, there's possibly a possibility of one change. Although that midfield ran itself fairly ragged on, on Tuesday night. We'll see. But um, I'm wondering. Um, but then that's when your Naby Keita comes back into the midfield. Well, I, I forget I, he didn't play on Tuesday. I, I don't see any situation that Naby doesn't play. And I, I, I would imagine we'll see 15, 20 minutes for Fabinho as well. And exactly. maybe, maybe a full game against Chelsea then in the yes. Carabao. That's what I'd like to see, but That's who knows? That's what will happen. That's what will happen. And, and, and so the, do you reckon then, Carl, the Carabao Cup game is very much a compromised, uh, uh, Shadow 11? Is that what you, what you're envisaging? I'm trying to think of the lowest possible players who could play in that game. I'll tell you now. And, well, I you know, them, and, and I want to see them all out there. <laughs> so I would imagine it would have been Queeving Kelleher, but he's uh, he's um, he, he's he's injured at the moment. I imagine he'd have gotten his go- his his goal, you know. So it, it's obviously going to be either Alisson or Minulay. No, it'll be, be, be Minulay. Do you think? 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Say it's Mindy Lane. Then it's obviously got to be uh, Kleiny and uh, and, uh, and and right. and and, and Mad Bastard uh, um, Alby. Uh, and we're gonna have in the middle the gra- the grand comeback of Degsy. No. Yes. No. No. He no, no. 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 He's still probably in good. So you love you love. No. He's, tra- he's, tra- he's training today. He's training today. He's putting Vaseline on his boots. I saw him. Big happy heading him. All right. Well, we'll have Ma- Degsy. Matthew Ben Lovren then. Yeah, Matthew Matthew Lovren. Lovren, yeah. What's your, what's your midfield looking like? Uh, Fabino. Fabino. Right. needs to play, right? So yeah. who else? Lalana. Lalana. Oh, oh no, he's injured. He's injured. He's, isn't he? he's injured. Um, I'm struggling with the midfield to be honest because it. You can't play Milner. He needs a rest. What about yeah. Curtis Jones? Curtis Jones get a yeah, game. Curtis Jones. Yeah, Curtis Jones. Yeah, good shout. Curtis Jones and maybe um, maybe Hendo to get, get his match fitness. Uh, yeah. Match fitness going. Henderson so, uh, will play. I think he will play. Yeah, yeah. And and then up front you might have uh you'll have Daniel Storage, you'll have Shakir Shakiri Storage and, uh, and maybe Solanke. And Solanke. Or you may even play Origi because Origi can play out wide. Who's who? Oh yeah. Origi, yeah. You know that one. Yeah. Bentec- Benteco's younger brother. Yeah. Wow. wow, okay. So we've got Okay, yeah. I, 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 I'll be honest, lads. I think it'll be a less experimental eleven than that. I do. I, I really do. But, but it, it remains to be seen. Both of you are telling me quite happily sack it off anyway. You've got no interest in it. Well, Chelsea, I reckon Chelsea are going to play John Bumstead. <laughs> John Bumstead. What a shout! <laughs> what a shout! Kerry Dixon, John Bumstead. Peter Osgood in the in the in the in the hole. What Norman was... Norman Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. Peter Benetti. Peter Oh, you're going right the back. Cat. Yeah, the cat. The cat, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, look, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I literally don't care about that competition at all. Um, I won't be annoyed if we play a strong team. I think you guys will be. Yes. Uh, at the same time, I wouldn't mind winning it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd quite, quite like to win the competition. That'd be nice. It's a free trophy. Yeah. Well, see, there you go. So, uh, I, uh, my feel is it won't be half as compromised as you guys are thinking. Um, it, but may, it may be a right it, it, it remains to be seen. Uh, ours is obviously very wishful thinking. Yeah. 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 You, you're, yeah. Exactly. But, but it does kind of show, Cam, where, where that competition is in your head. You do, you honestly. It's fourth. It's the fourth priority. Yeah. But it's a very distant fourth for you. It's but a you, very distant fourth. Then it's the FA Cup. Yeah, uh, which is a very distant third, and it is it, right now. Um, I've said it before. I'm, I'll say it again. We are dining at the top table, mm. and the top table is the Premier League uh, title hunt chase and the Champions League. Mm. You know, I, 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 it's, it's, it's obviously fanciful uh, nonsense at this stage of the season. But if somebody said at the end of the season you can um, get your revenge and get uh, number six big ears into the club. I wouldn't give a stuff about the Premier League. <laughs> I love the Champions League so much. I love Europe so much. Uh, it would make it make my life. I'm, I'm, the, op- I'm the opposite. I know you yeah, yeah. are. I'm, I'm, I'm on like, the league. I get it, lads. I get it. Believe me. I mean, you know, it's a long, long time we've been waiting, but still, it's an interesting one. I wouldn't uh, say no to big ears, obviously. You know, I mean... I'll take I'll, it. I'll, I'll begrudgingly take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna sort of uh, sort of blend away from the footy with uh, a a a a related incident. You'll have seen the photographs from training today where we've got Bobby Firmino wearing some funky glasses. 
right. um, uh, very very interesting uh, eye gear indeed. I assume you've both seen these uh, photos. That's the the reference yeah. I was taken earlier on to 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 Jimmy Miller. He's got a pink version. God bless his little cotton socks on his Instagram today. But um, I found uh, that I was looking at them. They really 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 suited them. They really suited them because because Bobby's Bobby's like if I said PSG is a weird club, Bobby's weirder than all of that club put together, and I love him for it. He, like he's a spectacularly strange man. Uh, it's glorious, and it just sort of absolutely seemed to suit him. So on that note, and recently because of my whole uh, brain acting the bollocks situation, I've had some vision issues. And I thought my eyes were starting to fail me. So I went off to get some glasses because I thought I was going to need them. Turns out it was just my brain being wonky and I can see perfectly still, thank God. But I really liked the glasses, lads, when I tried them on. I, shit. That actually, they, they, I, I like this look, you know. Um, so I wondered, I wondered, who do you think has got good eyewear? Ooh. Johnny Feels Depp. Johnny Depp? He always has good eyewear. They're usually shades, right? No, he, he wears um, he just wears he does wear glasses every now and then, and he he he, he pulls it off well. Okay, okay. Um, I was thinking, um, <laughs> guys, just put in the chat, Big Elton. Big Elton had it. Well, they are belting glasses. To be fair, uh, very unique look that I don't think anyone can pull off, including Elton. Um, but uh, <laughs> I'm 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 I was thinking. Goldblum, Goldblum has good glasses, right? He, yeah, he, yeah, Jeff does, yeah. He yeah, looks, he, he, he looks quite sharp in, 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 in eyewear. Carly shouts me. Um, the specials. The specials? <laughs> the specials yeah. always, they always wore wraparound glasses and I do like wraparound specs. They did, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. I had them as well in my mod days. You know what? I'm just, the more we get from you on a week-to-week basis in terms of 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 uh, your your sartorial preferences, I'm just all of a sudden now I've got that that mafia suit that you like with the, yeah. with the collars and now wraparound shades as well. This is oh, I'll tell you, there's another one as well. Um, Robert, they're always big specs at the end. Good fellas. Oh, they're amazing. <laughs> shouts, that's a shouts. Oh Jesus, and, they're and amazing. casino actually. And casino, casino. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the yellow tinted ones in. Oh, they're so good. And they, they cover half, they're like a welder mask. Yeah. They cover half his face, they're brilliant. They're full, but if you want, full Deirdre Barlow, those ones, aren't they? Yeah. They're incredible, yeah. But if you go for sunglasses, then the pick I've just put in the group chat there is the ultimate, I think. The picture in the group chat. Yeah. Oh, Mr. McQueen. Yeah. Yeah. They are, uh, they're Ray-Bans, right? They're not aviators, they're Ray-Bans, yeah. Yeah, Ray-Bans, yeah. Yeah. Like Ray-Bans, yeah. He's just, Oozes class that guy. Well, uh, Cam, are you aviators or Ray Bans man? Or are you? Oh, no, I've got Ray, I've got Ray Ban sunglasses, but not, uh, not. They're a bit smaller than that. Um, the, right, right, yeah. right, right. Slightly yeah. smaller frame. Carl, yeah. Ray Bans or, or aviators? Ray Bans all day. Ray Bans all day. Okay. Child, child of the eighties. Yeah, I, 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 I've started veering towards aviators, although the ones I prefer are kind of square shaped things. To be oh, honest. Well, well, guy likes aviators, so I'm definitely. Well, that says it all, then, doesn't it? One hundred percent. Well done, Yeah. So me and Guy obviously win. That. That's basically <laughs> what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> bearing in mind that earlier today, Guy tried to convince me that Scrubs was the best sitcom ever made. So let's um let, let's yeah, just leave that. Just leave it at that, yeah. I, as, a, I, as, a, as a barometer of what we're dealing with here. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did, I did mention. Guy typing. I've got it. 
There may be some bad takes. I didn't mention. I did mention that. I, 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 we've we've focused all on on lads here. It's all lads we've picked out. A, 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 a attractive uh, eyewear on 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 the lady. famous the, ladies. The secretary look. Well, I mean, let's not be reductive. <laughs> <laughs> Just leaving it at that. <laughs> it, 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 it's pretty much all good. Fucking yeah. hell. <laughs> Fucking hell, Brain Shay, you just can't be trusted, fella. No. <laughs> well, it's, it's, the way you, it's the way you left for the answer as well. Yeah, I know, yeah. straight in there. Straight, straight, straight through luck. Straight luck. I, 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 I even had to think about it. Carl, I bet you he's rubbing his knees at the moment as <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's amazing what yeah. happens to you when you get tired and weary, uh, Brain you start getting all funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, I have I have another one that's related to something that was mentioned to me during the week. This is a uh, uh, further to Carl's uh, uh, information that he, he he leaked into the group chat during the week that he had bought himself a parka. Uh, we got some got some photos of said parka. It's got that uh, fish tail. Is that what you call it? Yeah, it's like yeah. incredible. It's like a this is a no messing parka. This is yeah, the, this big, is it's proper big as well. As in, you can wear it with a suit. It covers a suit jacket. Yeah, and that that is that's a classic. Is it is it pretty much bang on like the ones that that you'd have seen in in uh, that the what do you call it the the who thing? What's that? What the Quadrophenia. Quadrophenia is it pretty much a that, bang on Quadrophenia? It's, it's it's not quite the one I had when I was fifteen, which was the U.S. Army one, which right. is beautiful, but it's fallen to pieces. Um, it's not the dream Parker. I do like a Parker a lot. Um, it's more sort of snorkelish. Like the Lord Anthony one, because it's got ah, a really yeah. thick padding, but it's got a hell of a hood. It's got a huge hood. And does that hood find itself raised on quite a lot of occasions with you? Yes. I have to say, I was speaking to um, who? I was speaking to somebody one on a trip to Liverpool. I think it was some of the manclads who were over. I think it could have been Steve. I'm not sure. And basically, we were talking about our shared love of, even though we were men of a certain age. Having our hood up in the rain, it's a glorious feeling. I'll admit it. I have a lot of hoodies. I wear them around the evening, and I'm in my house, and I do have heating and stuff, but I still have my hood up. I don't. I find, I find it comforting. Does that make sense to you, Cam? Does it, does it make you feel like a boxer? It, yes. It, it does sometimes make me feel like an off-duty boxer. Yes, it does. It sort of puts you in a little bit of training mode, doesn't it? Without training. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. Possibly. Yeah. I just I, I find it comforting, but maybe that's because I'm a baller. I don't know. Who knows? You're, you're, you're only, you're baller, only two you're minutes away from you're two minutes away from the montage at any any given moment if you've got a hood, a hood up in the uh, in the house. That's a very good point. Yeah. Uh, 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 all they have to do is just play you walking to the kitchen for a cup of tea in slow motion, and it looks important. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. Anyway, the question. The next minute, you're tearing photos off the wall of past enemies. <laughs> the, the question arising from uh, Carl's Parker reference is, uh, Cam, I, 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 we've 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 heard from Carl now. We know that Carl yeah. fancies it, fancies a Parker. We know that you like a certain type of of of, of clothing. We know you're quite fussy about your clothing. Yeah. And I do, I do remember earlier on in one of the shows we done we've done in the past, um, referring to something I saw, some sort of like, like a camel coat. Coat that I saw yeah, you got it. But I'm wondering if you do have a favourite uh, thing hanging in that wardrobe uh, of the coat variety. What is it? Um, it's I've, that camel coat is definitely up there as a favourite. I've got a uh, um, as a 
Harinda Baji likes to say, I've got my Fonzie leather jacket, which I was wearing at Anfield on Tuesday. That's uh, another big favourite of mine. Again, from Zara, obviously. Um, <laughs> Just keep uh, trying, man. Keep trying. Somebody, somebody, somebody will pick it up. Somebody yeah. will. Somebody I, will. I believe they've got some great prices at the moment, Cam. Uh, is that right, Carl? <laughs> <laughs> I'd best get down there and check it out then. <laughs> Something to do tomorrow? Uh, I, heard, I heard they take Switch now. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I not order online with PayPal? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you were talking about your camel coat. Yeah, so yeah. that's... And, and this leather jacket, is the leather jacket black? Is it? Yeah, 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 black, black. Nice, smooth leather. The soft oh. leather. Colourless, yes. Uh, well, Colourless, yeah, yeah, colourless, yeah. Okay, right, right. Nice zip on there with internal pockets as well. It's all very handy. <laughs> internal <laughs> pockets, fancy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really cool. Um, you know, great place to store your wallet, you know, everything. Uh, very useful. Um, you haven't got the word sport on the back or anything no, like that. No, no. Like <laughs> no, it's all, it's, it's completely just. Just a black leather. Um, yeah, obviously, you, obviously, I'm gonna I'm gonna run something past you here, Cam. Yeah. That theory. Obviously, you boys are, are are considerably older than me, but we're roughly in the same. <laughs> uh, considerably. Why are you this week, Cam? How old are you this week? Yeah. No, I'm 33. We've said this. Oh, okay, you've gone so, back to it. Oh, <laughs> you, 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 you had a birthday since last week. <laughs> yeah, I did, man. Yeah. So, right, so. so the the point is. I, I have a theory because we we are pretty much all uh, you know in in the same uh, age bracket in the same in the same hang around the same aisle in the supermarket and I'm wondering because I recall when I was a, a nipper growing up in my teenage years there was an absolute uh, frenzy of aviator jackets. Do you oh. remember these? Yeah, yeah, the, the 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 big puffy green ones. No, 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 no. It was on the back of Top Gun. They were leather. Yeah, I, I think it was on the back of Top Gun. It certainly yeah, came yeah, post Top Gun, and there was an awful lot of lads wearing those sort of brown leather jackets. My mate had one which had like a map as the lining, and I thought it was the coolest oh, thing I've ever seen. I vaguely remember now. I, I would have put money on you having one of those as a nipper, no? No, no, no. Okay, my, right, par- my parents wouldn't allow anything fashionable. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's why I'm trying to make up for it now. Oh, I never, I never did the leather thing at all, to be honest. Um, I've, I've really like, I've got a crombie as well. I've got peacoats. I've got a moleskin jacket I've just bought as well, and the parker. I, 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 I had a blue parker as a kid. The, the snorkel, the Lord Anthony. The snorkel one, yeah, yeah, yeah. with the with the like the fur lining around the hood. Yeah, and the, did it have an orange, orange no, lining? Uh, orange, orange Reve- lining. Reversible, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. can, can I tell you the last time I had one of those? I bought no, one last, last year. Week. Yeah, last I bought year. One. <laughs> I bought one last year. I actually, and then it snowed and I felt like, fuck you world, I you got it right. Like king, yeah. You yeah. felt like yeah. king. Yeah. I was, I was the actual king. I went out for yeah. a walk in the snow for two hours because I had it. That's you're what, the, that's. You're the king of the North Pole. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so and suddenly it was 1975 all over again. <laughs> right, we are, we are, we. Are, I won't get two, two or three more things in before we go because we we could go down the dark dark alleyways there in the clothing. I, I, I could talk about coats for an hour, no problem at all. Well, you see, this is it. I'm, I'm, I, I, I never even got around to my question because my question was, Cam yeah. uh, and Carl, we're going out tonight. It's, 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 it's the 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 AIP uh, on tour. 
night out for the year. We're going out. We're going to have it large now tonight. What are you wearing? What what's your what's your coat to wear out? I know Carl's going to debut as Parker unless yeah, it's, right. unless it's this moleskin one, which I'm curious about. I'm coming back to that. Fuck it, I want to find out what the moleskin is. Cam, what's it, what what jacket are you wearing? It's that camel. You're wearing your camel. 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 Yeah, I, yeah. I, I bought a new jacket recently. It's, it's like a James Bond's day off jacket. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's like it's it pockets all over the place, but it's it's quite cool. I like it a lot. But then underneath, I might have a blazer on or something. You know, a blazer underneath your camel. Yeah, it doesn't quite work though. But you know, I, if it was like a depends on on how, what the dress attire was for the night out. You know, I'd be very it's, selective. It's it's got to be a little bit more casual than that. I'm not I'm not having yeah. a blazer enough. So we we go camel no, coat. You, you don't want my, you, I'm not wearing my pink blazer then, right? No, no. So camel coat okay. shirt. Wait, which was by the way from Zara. In case you went short of that. Well, well, I've heard they're in most high streets these days. Oh Jesus Christ! Uh, Carl, talk to me about this moleskin coat. I don't know what it is. I know what a moleskin notebook is. I know what moleskin is because I had a pair of moleskin pants once. But what's it's, it? It's like um, it's a jacket, but it's a button jacket. So it's not 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 the blazer. It's more like a um, it's more like this. This, this is a reference to the teenagers. It's more Patrick Troutman's Doctor Who. That's <laughs> yeah. That that's what the all the kids are going to get that one straight away. Yeah. Oh yes, Carl. I know exactly what you mean. They're going to say. Oh, tr- Troutman. Now, yes. <laughs> now, now you're talking. Now we understand fully yeah. what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's like a Victorian um, coat, really. It buttons right up, yeah. It yeah. Buttons right up. It's got a, it's got a, 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 a collar, uh, a, like you know, turn down collar, like on a shirt. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's. Um, yeah, I, I know exactly. Which. And it's beautiful, and it's brown. Which is I had a, for me. I had a navy moleskin peacoat once, and nice. it was. Was beautiful, a beautiful thing. Uh, Cam, next question. And just before you go to the next question, can I just? Bloody hell, lads love talking about clothes in this show. Yeah, we do, we do. Just, just so that you know, with my pink blazer, I do have the pink suede loafers as well. Jesus Christ, you had to get that in, didn't you? I I just felt it was necessary. Yeah. And I'll be be wearing my white chinos. Okay, well, uh, (laughs) Now that you've completely, completely... I'm busy that night, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Right, okay. Well, you've thrown down the gauntlet now, pal, because because we've got... Myself and Carl can either go full, uh, you know, uh, low-key in comparison, or we can... Actually, I'm going to throw it out here. You you know I I love you to get your condescension and and horror at at my my fashion choices. We've had one recently. Yesterday, two days ago, we had an in-service at work. I took the opportunity not to wear clothes I would wear on a normal day. So I bought it. I wore this. You don't wear off with you. You know what? Sorry, Trev. I actually thought you were just about to say that. I took the opportunity not to wear any clothes that day. <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting for you to pause right now. That would have been. I'm going to stick it to the man. <laughs> that would have been a gloriously good in, in service, <laughs> which, which would have resulted in my uh, in immediate arrest. But uh, so I wore this pair. I, I got I got a pair of pants over the summer. They're they're pretty cool pants. I gotta say they're they're kind of a a, a Czech grey and white. But it, I say Czech. It's not Czech. It's kind of like a tartan, but it's just a really monochrome grey and white and black kind of design. And they are cropped, lads. They're cropped and they're fitted. And I wore them with no socks and a pair of uh, uh, plimsolls. And uh, 
nice. I I loved it very much. And that's I, all that matters. And I got looks from some of my fellow males uh, on the staff like Jealousy. Jealousy. What, what are you at, pal? Where's your just... socks? Where's your socks I got? Where's your socks? So uh, they don't understand. I, they don't understand. They don't understand. I'm, I'm, I'm Trev. Yeah, I've noticed your silence, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Never speak to me again. <laughs> he wore white trousers and a pink blazer, and I'm getting shit from you. Unbelievable. No, no, I'm saying that's what I, that's what I'm going to wear. Cam goes to bed like that, though. You've got no you've got no excuse. Yeah, you're right. You're an educator as well. <laughs> I know, I should know better. <laughs> it's all Travis, right. I'm with you on this. Don't worry. Thanks, brother. Right, last, last, last share. Well, by the way, I've, I've sent you the picture of the moleskin jacket. Oh, excellent. Let's check that out. Uh, really quick. Oh, yeah, I like it. I like it. Oh, I see what you mean about the Victorian. There is a sort of a, there is a sort of a throwback quality to that. Uh, you, you match that the up. Color, with, isn't it? You yeah. match that up with a certain type of scarf and you are, uh, yeah, yeah, that, 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 it's crying out for a scarf. It's quite Holmesian. Um, yeah. Uh, what's the name of the scarf? Uh, I'll think of the name in a minute and I'll come back to you. Of course, special. Listen, don't start talking a bit about scarves to me. You know that's not going to end well. Oh, well, uh, yeah, no, no, yeah. You want a paisley scarf for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paisley scarf. Yeah, you agree with that. Brilliant. Okay. Well, the fact that 10 minutes ago we were the cops boot boys and I was talking about scarf motifs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It needs to be silk. <laughs> yeah, go to cop me, lad. Yeah, go to cop me, <laughs> guys. Yeah. You, what's that account that has all those uh, achingly hipster twats with, uh, with uh, pictures of them and those wonderful, like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to, going down to Chippy to get me tea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's Trevor Gang's Instagram account. <laughs> no, no, no. Is it a sarcastic list? Sarcastic. Yes, that's it. The sarcastic list. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Good. It's good a good account. So I must dig that up again. I haven't seen it in a while. Last sh- last question has got to do with food because that's a rather great love here on the Anthill Index podcast. And Carl asked us a question early on uh, um, today, and I thought it was a good one, which was, "What food did you eat for the first time late in your life?" So something that you'd sort of managed to avoid for for years until you know we're men now in our in our mid to late thirties, so we've got a lot of life behind us. Thank you for believing that. (laughs) And so basically, it's something that you've experienced quite recently. Now I know Carl has an idea uh, because he wouldn't have suggested this otherwise. At least I hope so. Uh, I know I've got one. Cam, does anything spring to mind for you that you tried recently that you managed to avoid all your life? I'm sure there is something I've had this year and I can't for the life of me remember what it was. But when I was in my mid twenties, I'm going to give you a really quick little tale. We were in a really, really posh hotel in India and, um, my cousin ordered a king prawns as a starter. Right. And, um, there was eight of us and, uh, uh, we were sat at this really fancy table and, uh, these chicken drumsticks were put down on the table and four of us just, there was four of them, we, we, and four of us just grabbed this chicken drumstick and I'm eating it and I'm thinking, man, this is the tastiest chicken drumstick I've ever had in my life. But then I'm thinking, what are these little wings? 
I'm so nervous. It was the That's... King Prawns. It was King Prawns. The King prawns were that big, and it's the first time in my life I'd ever had prawns. Bloody hell. Yeah. What were they, the, nuclear prawns? Jesus. The, what it is in India, the, the chickens, they're, they're not bloated up like they are here, because obviously here in the in the UK, the chickens have fed a lot of water. That may, you know, given a lot of water, so that bloats them up. So yeah. your chicken is a lot more water, whereas in India, the chickens are a lot, lot skinnier. So when these king prawns came out, they looked like, chicken drumsticks and it was like they were huge i couldn't believe it and so then my cousin goes to the waiter and one of my king prawns coming out uh, and he goes sir you just hurt them <laughs> there's a slight difference in flavor though you, it, boys, yeah. you boys must have you must have been on the, on the wine were you? no right. no no but the thing was we were at this top top hotel it was like five-star hotel you know not a michelin star restaurant but whatever it was but it was like we just thought oh they've just done these chicken drumsticks in some fantastic way again taste i've never had prawns in my life but <laughs> so you just thought this is quite fishy chicken i, I, like I just thought <laughs> what this is it i just thought this this chicken's the nicest chicken i've ever had in my life <laughs> that's you something else yeah <laughs> <laughs> i didn't it's only when i was like looking at these little wing bits on there and i'm thinking this don't look right. Yeah. I That's when it's sort of, you know, sort of cottoned on, like, I don't think these are the chicken drumsticks. What am I well, just actually, eating? Actually, to, to get to your, whatever you were, early to mid twenties with eating prawns, that, that absolutely qualifies as an answer to this question. Carl, what was in your head when you were thinking about this one particularly? I, uh, in my final year of my A level, so I would have been 19, I went to Manchester with my college group to go and see Anthony and Cleopatra. Uh, and we all got the train back and we all went for a pizza afterwards, which is a bit odd for me. And, um, and my mate Grant, um, ordered garlic bread. I'd never eaten garlic until I was 19. Ooh. How? Ever. And what was, was, do you remember that being a life choice or? I was just thinking, this is, this is a bit, I'll be honest, this is a bit posh, isn't it? Garlic? You know, we, we, just <laughs> yeah. we just don't do that in the north. Yeah. So this yeah. would have been about 1988. This would have been. Yeah, but man, everything seemed sort of, I don't know, uh, you know, sort of uh, different and 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 weird and and strange and 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 exotic back in yeah. the 80s. Everything. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I was saying. I don't think I had a mango. Uh, a mango until I was about 30. Yeah, my, my mother brought home spice burgers when we were 17 or 18 and it was like, what is this exotic, glorious food of the gods? You know, and I, I have to say, yeah, although my, my one, I've, I, I took your, your question quite literally last year. So when I was, what, what is it? 29. I had, uh, whoa, I whoa, had, whoa. <laughs> have you got a, have you got a TARDIS? <laughs> I just keep, no, 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 no. What it is, he's got a DeLorean. Just keep, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, keep yeah. it guessing, yeah, keep yeah. it guessing. I that had, <laughs> I had oysters. Uh, I've never had oysters. Yeah, that's an example. Yeah, I never had oysters. Well, you sat with Lord Lucan at the time when you had these oysters. <laughs> it was me, Lucan, uh, Einstein, uh, <laughs> and, the, and, and the Rolling Stones. <laughs> and the Rolling Stones. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, and lads, I don't recommend it. Really? Yeah. I, 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 
I've got a feeling that they wouldn't really prove it. I mean, the, 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 um, what do you call it? The, 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 what's the word for, the texture really did appeal yeah. to me. They're kind of snotty, I'll be honest. Uh, but it just, because I didn't sort of revel in them, I sort of just swallowed them down. It was just like basically drinking a, a little bit of seawater. Uh, so, yeah, not for me. Not for me. I'm, do, do you I'm like squid? Because that's a texture issue as well. I like you know, calamari. I, yeah, my, my kid loves calamari and squid oh, and all that stuff. I, 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 I had I, it in Sicily and it was, it was fire. No. I, so I, fresh. I that can't. day. Loved it. Can't get my head around it. I still haven't. I still haven't indulged in squid or calamari. Can't do it. By the way, I did notice, um, just before we finish that, uh, Carl, moleskin jacket by next. Next. Yeah. Moleskin jackets. I just thought we'd get that in as well. Cause you know, let's double our, double our chances of getting some stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. I heard they do some good deals. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They're open late on Thursdays as well. I'm just saying. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'll, t- I'll tell you, you are underrated actually, Kevin, in all seriousness. The lads at Krug Champagne, they do, they do a great job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. They really do. So also, nobody had nobody had spam as a new food. That was the, the second I went to solids. I was on spam, I think. Spam have let us right down. I've got to say, <laughs> yeah, anyone anyone would think they, that 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 brand could uh, could you know mess around they, with the opportunity for a bit of advertising, but no, 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 no. they've let us down. I'm I'm very massively disappointed in spam if you're listening. Poor poor form of spam. <laughs> so uh, absolutely brew dog. Absolutely brew dog it is. <laughs> <laughs> Glorious. This right. pod's going off on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into trouble with some sort of uh, board or other, let's finish it up for this episode of the Ampial Index podcast. And obviously, before we finish up, the usual thing, I'll ask the lads if they have any final thoughts or anything they'd like to plug. Carl, usually come to you first. I know uh, you were talking about maybe taking a, 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 a week off from... Some green grass, but I know yeah, we've week, got yeah. we've got Scraggy's one is up there currently. It's the most recent, uh, is it? Or yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's the last one we did. Yeah, that's the last one. And um, shamefully, because of uh, the way life is, I haven't gotten to read it. I'm looking forward to reading that. Just uh, recap what that's about for for folks. It's about Arsenal's uh, 1980 season where they basically got to every single final, didn't win a thing. Yeah, and we pl- and we played them something like six times that year. We had we had four games in the FA Cup. Yeah. That was Liam Brady or Arsenal, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Looking forward to reading that. Um, uh, anything else apart from some green grass that you'd like to? Um, I'm writing for EPL Index these days. I've just done a piece on um, Tottenham, which should be out by the time this comes out. And I wrote about West Ham last week, saying that they really need to get their act together and beat Everton. And they so, did. Uh, and they did. So, so I'm expecting a check from um, uh, the lovely pornographers at uh, West Ham. Beautiful, beautiful. Cam, any final words from you? One sentence. The stupid neither forgive nor forget. The naive forgive and forget. The wise forgive but do not forget. (laughs) It's one of your anonymous ones that should be kind of warm and fuzzy, but there's a little bit of a threat in the end of that. I I, I think Sam can want someone killed. I I was going to (laughs) say... He's putting a hit out on somebody, and you know it. It's it's all that Sopranos watching. It's that's what it is. I, I was going to say I'm probably the middle bit of it, or the naive. I forgive and forget. 
do you? Do yeah, you I'm one of those. I'm one of those. <laughs> I am, honestly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll let you off on that. I mean, well, got... we, you know, all right, out of the three of us, which ones are stupid and which ones are wise? Because I've, I've taken naive. I'll well, take naive as well. No, you well, can't. I'm, I've got it. I'm just, I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm just, I'm just going to say spam bastards. <laughs> I'm not forgiven at the fact they haven't given us a lot of money for the constant messages we've been given. Right. Yeah, so, we, need so, so, add, we need to add some of So hang on. So that, <laughs> you ask spam. That, that means, yeah. that means Carl's in the last category. You're in the middle category. What was the first one? Stupid. Right, <laughs> perfect. I, I, I literally couldn't think of a better way for this podcast to end <laughs> you just saying about me, stupid. It's glorious. It's absolutely no perfect. And on that no perfect note, we will finish up <laughs> with me thanking you, our, uh, our lovely listeners, for the support that you give us every week. We do massively appreciate it. If you can maybe spread the word to somebody else about the show, we'd appreciate that even more. Um, we'll speak to you next time. Lots and lots of happy reasons to be smiling about the Reds. I've been Trev Denny. Until we speak to you again, be kind to your fellow Reds and stay safe out there. Podcast Network.